Twas the night before reset, and that villainous Klaus had ushered in the great culling. Oh, what a loss! Event 201, their intentions laid bare to conquer the world and poison the air. A frenzied control of the weather had led to a bio collapse, the dying, the dead. Our homeworld in bondage, whose resources they sap, those rapacious elites who live in the lap. Skies of haze, grids and swirls, an aerial tatter, Earth's mercurial rags, a global mad hatter. Using to toxins for decades, they plundered for cash, then burrowed below to hoard up their stash. Such minions of evil, they'll keep up this show. They've had no traffic with reason or reap what you sow. The media lackeys have made it quite clear these parasite puppets are merchants of fear. Poisoned soul, soil, and air has made everything sick. So to hide their misdeeds, well, they've got a new shtick. COVID, they called it. Pandemic's the game. Humanity's death now, our free spirit to tame. From masking to lockdowns, all men are submission. No business, no income without their permission. Then it drug on and on, and oh, what a haul for corporate purveyors while we took the fall. Along came Big Pharma, exhorting the nations to buy all of their pseudo-elixir, no choice, just comply. These billionaire bandits reaping profits beaucoup in the last marketplace, all of our lands, me and you. They're paving the way to remain bulletproof, the road to enslavement, ere fiat goes poof. To keep things afloat while their hustle abounds, they need all our bodies for their medical rounds. They've hijacked our healthcare because all else is kaput. The last vested interest saved the ground underfoot. Yes, they'll have that too. They're so making tracks as they ruin our bodies for bucks with their vax. Complete usurpation, the great many unwary that few were awake was just a little bit so dissenters they deploy Gestapo. These whistling forces sustain unrest and grief. Pernicious colluders set loose in the thief. Is there no stopping them now? It's so Machiavelli. How many lives will be lost if we don't cry, whoa, Nelly? Those horsemen, those four, their arrival so stealth. It's a war for the world in the hours near 12th. It's time to get ready. Pray your spirit be led to prepare for what's coming. Did you hear what I said? Beyond sycophants where the enemy lurks, behind that thin veil, evil lives in the murk. Unleashed on the world until dangers impose, while heavenly hosts bring this age to a close. I bid you take comfort in Paul's Ephesians epistle, but on all of that armor to confront the abysmal. And never forget that Yeshua wins this great fight, then in your faith, ride it out with our Lord God in his might. And that's from Brill Bard from Christmas 2021, credits to him. Conceived and raped, orphaned and adopted, claimed by Christians, initiated by indigenous, tribally trained, martial arts mastered, psyops and special forces served, decades of duty in DEA and DAI, intelligence inducted, deep state betrayed, Yeshua was saved, dedicated to Republic rescue, American exceptionalism and redemption by God's grace. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. I have two special guests that I'm going to bring on right now because we've got a lot to cover, and they are very uh, busy folk. Uh, first is my old friend uh, who is still fighting for Secretary of State. That's Mark Fincham. Welcome, Mark. Good uh, afternoon. And, and good afternoon. And also, uh, Jovan Pulitzer and... Uh, we, uh, both of all three of us were at the pit, uh, and, uh, we spoke, uh, well, Mark actually didn't speak, uh, there, but I've known Mark a long time and we are deeply involved in the fight, uh, for free elections And Arizona is that tip of the spear. 
Uh, we've been working uh, frantically behind the scenes. And just as an aside note, uh, you know, Mark and I known each other for a long time, but then we um, hadn't had contact. So I, we reconnected at the uh, pit. And then uh, Jovan and I had a misunderstanding and I apologized uh, to him and he accepted my apology. I invited him on and we're, we have a lot in common. We're working together to rescue and restore our Republic through Arizona. So there's so much going on uh, that I just wanted to uh, uh, bring them on together. Uh, we have a lot to cover because uh, when I was talking to Jovan, Mark, uh, we both felt that your case uh, was the best, although we're not up that that up on Sunny Sunny's case, uh, former Marina. That looks really good too. But the good news is we're flanking them on all fronts. So I guess I know you're super busy uh, with deadlines. So I guess I'll let you um, start first of bringing us up to date on whatever you can. Well, thank you, Jeff. And by the way, the the poem that you read, I I, I thought that it was yours, and I was going to say, "Gosh, you got a future, man." <laughs> so, uh, so Sonny Borelli, uh, Senator Borelli's uh, move is a flanking maneuver, um, bringing in Mojave County to challenge the uh, the notion that we had a fraud free election, that we had a secure election, that we basically had hundreds of thousands of voters that were disenfranchised by Mojave or uh, by Maricopa County's behavior. So the substance of uh, Senator Borelli's uh, suit is that the, the voters of Mojave County were disenfranchised by the actions of Maricopa County. Now, at first blush, you might say, well, what does one have to do with the other? Unless you know the political structure in Arizona, it would probably get by you. But Maricopa County has within it 63% of the voting public. It is the 3,000 pound gorilla in the middle of the table, quite literally. So if everything that Maricopa County does affects all of what we call the rurals, that would be the rural counties. In Arizona, we have 15 counties. We have two that are fairly metropolitan. One is um, Maricopa County, which has got very little um, non-desert green space left to it. And then you've got uh, Pima County, which um, is it's one of the largest counties in the United States. Lots of desert, but that's where the other population center is. Um, Pima County, by the way, is full-on communist. They, and they make no bones about it. They're perfectly happy to be Che Guevara uh, supporting um, super dupers. And they want, they want their own state, by the way. So um, the flanking maneuver that um, Senator Borelli is, is engaged in is, is really designed to hem in the folks in Maricopa County. And that would be Stephen Richard, uh, the Maricopa County re recorder, uh, Bill Gates, Jack Sellers, and Clint Hickman. Those are the, I would call them the four horsemen of the apocalypse in Arizona elections. Um, now, their behavior was quite reprehensible, and we are now building a case to go against them and Katie Hobbs, who was the Secretary of State. Yes, the very same Katie Hobbs that was running for governor and refused to recuse herself and step down. So that's Borelli's case. Uh, my case uh, is based on disenfranchisement within the county. And we have a very specific statute in Arizona that... Um, entitles, it doesn't just permit, it entitles 
a candidate for, for office to challenge um, a, to actually contest, that's what it's called, a contest, to contest an election that they are involved in. Now, there's some things that are going on behind the scenes. Uh, my attorney, who is just an outstanding attorney, um, demonstrated the difference for me. We've got a complaint, um, which that's where you have a complainant and a respondent. That's the usual civil law kind of thing that goes on. And then you have what's called a contest. The two are very different pieces of law. I am entitled to challenge Adrian Fontes in a court of law without any um, any penalty. Um, they, they want to go after sanctions and they want to sanction the attorneys and they want to charge me legal fees. It's like, hey, under Arizona law, I'm entitled to do this, which means the court, quite frankly, as much as they might like to try, they can't sanction me. It is my entitlement to do that. Now, the reason that I am pursuing this is we have something on the order of 297,000 plus ballots that are outside of the law. Um, that's a phrase that some folks not might not understand. They're not under the law. In other words, in Arizona, when you have an election, the ballots are supposed to have a chain of custody from the voter all the way through tabulation by the county recorder's office and the elections officials. That didn't happen here. We have 298,000 and some change, another 297,000 change, almost 298,000 ballots that were sent to Runbeck Election Services with no supervision whatsoever. You don't have party officials. You're supposed to have a Republican and a Democrat or a Libertarian and a Republican or somebody from a recognized, two people from recognized political parties, not the same party, that observe the handling of these ballots. That didn't happen. So after serving so, in the legislature, yeah, Jeff. So, well, you and I are both former law enforcement. And so when you're going to put evidence, drug evidence or non-drug evidence into evidence, there's always two folks. You sign off on the evidence. That's exactly what you're talking about here is the chain That's of right. custody, correct? That's right. So you have a witness um, so that you, you don't have one person. I mean, the thoughts of Tammany Hall and uh, Tweed and, and all of those just shoving ballots into the system. Um we, we also have got some suspicions around there's at least 300,000 ballots, if not more, that are questionable because we don't know where they came from, chain of custody. But there are some things that don't match numbers wise. And I, I don't want to get into the, the detail of that. That's going to come out in court. Um, so tomorrow, 10 o'clock, uh, we are going to have a, a hearing. It's a uh, I believe it's a uh, motion to dismiss. Well, Apparently, the attorneys that are arguing for Fontes didn't read the law very closely because under a contest, under Arizona um, Judiciary Rules, uh, Rule 7, uh, a motion to dismiss can happen in a complaint, but there's no provision for it in a contest. So we also think that the perhaps the, the judge that uh, this finally rests with might have missed something. So there's going to be an opportunity. We're going to ask for a summary judgment and we want a new trial or I'm sorry, we don't, we want a new election. Uh, we would prefer not to go to trial because it wastes the court's time on the defense side um, because we already have made our case. In fact, uh, in some of the pleadings that the Fontes and, and um, Hobbs teams have submitted, 
they've admitted to things like Katie Hobbs colluding with um, CISA and DHS and Twitter to block accounts like mine. Seven days before the election, the general election, Twitter took my my Twitter feed down. Now I have roughly 100,000 people. Well, no, at the time I had about 51,000 people following me. Not a huge following, but a lot of Arizonans, okay? But that's not the point. Um, we are engaged in the debate of ideas in the arena of discussion. And when one voice is shut down and another one is magnified, that is putting the literally putting the thumb on the scale of election justice. Well, that's exactly what Katie Hobbs did through her office. And in one of the most recent <laughs> pleadings, they admit to it. Not only do they admit to it, they justify their behavior. This is a free speech issue. It's also, newsflash, a violation of the Hatch Act, where government employees cannot use their time or their resources to advocate or to vilify any of the candidates or parties. Yet that's exactly what Katie Hobbs did. So she's in a world of trouble right now. And we believe that we've made the case that not only do we need to have a new election, but we need to have it supervised by a special master. We need to make sure that the elections officials that botched not only the 2020 election, but the 2022 election, they cannot be anywhere near this thing. So we want a special master, a new election, paper ballots, hand counting at the precinct level. The people of Arizona deserve to have a legitimate election. And by the way, we are going to ask the judge to block mail-in ballots because that is where the, that's the devil's playground, quite frankly. Now, um, Carrie Lake's uh, case is also going to proceed. Um, we're, we're ready for trial this coming Monday, if, if need be, because time is of the essence. We need to move swiftly. Um, but I think Carrie's case is going to be proceeding. Um, and I believe Abe Hamaday's case is going to proceed as well. And I, I, your viewers might want to go to az sos.gov and click on the link uh, to the right and down a little bit that says 2022 uh, election results. And I, I just want people to look at the differences between Carrie Lake, Carrie's, I think at last count, like 12,000 votes shy of um, victory. Um, I'm about 120K and some change. Abe Hamaday is 500. Kimberly Yee, Won by what, Jovan? Four hundred thousand votes. Yeah, for, uh, she won by two hundred thirty-eight thousand as treasurer, and then your mining supervisor uh, won well, by four hundred. Didn't 000. have any competition, though. Right. <laughs> well, but but think about it. It to me, right. it says it's a straight down ticket vote. Exactly. That, it would never, never received that number before. And that's the point I'm trying to make. Never in the history of the United States have we had a midterm where we have seen such bizarre behavior on the part of the polity. Right. And now um, my good friend and just super number cruncher, Phil Evans, has spotted um, just some incredible artifact that's left behind. He said, if this was a natural election, you'd see a certain type of slope. And I know you're probably going to go into this, Jovan, so I'm, I'm not going to pull the wrapper off that. What he spotted, though, is a perfect parabola of votes, an arc of votes that we have no idea where these people came from. They are, many of them are newly registered Republicans and independents with no phone number. Previously registered voters 
had phone numbers. So where'd these people come from? And we've also uncovered some secret links that were issued by the Secretary of State's office so that organizations like uh, Mi Familia Vota, um, some of the other groups could go in and register voters wholesale. So what this reveals is we are fighting wholesale politics versus retail politics, wholesale cheating versus those who just want to follow the law. Um, so that's the briefing that we've got on uh, the various um, litigations. Every one of us, though, to put a bow on this, uh, Abe, myself, um, even Blake Masters, unfortunately, Blake uh, conceded, but this will no doubt affect him. Uh, and of course, Kerry Lake. Um, we are entitled to have our day in court and we will not be dissuaded. Um, it is time for those of us that have stood um, for the last two years for election security, election integrity, transparency. It is time for us to have our day in court and to reveal the, the absolute shameful, treasonous behavior that we have, uh, have observed from the individuals that we truly believe we beat roundly in this general election. Wow, that's a lot to unpack. And the first thing is, uh, I think you're referencing this website I've got up here, this uh, secret porthole uh, that um, Hobbs was working with, uh, with CISA, uh, which yep. is corrupted in itself. And then we also find that Twitter had a secret portal. And by the way, the whole thing with Elon Musk with the mask guy and the nice car saying, does anybody recognize this plate? With all the Phoebes and the clown, clowns in action, CI guys and Phoebes, FBI agents at Twitter, it would take about two to three minutes to 1028, 1029 that plate. That's a distraction. That's a total distraction. And I don't yep. think it's about Elon Jet. I think it's about the Twitter portal, which I wonder if it that ties into this, this Secretary of State portal as well. But well, the other I thing... I think the portal, Jeff, oh, was more for the federal folks, not for the state folks. And I, right, I'll but, but if you want. Well, go ahead. No, go ahead. So the, the thing that we've got Katie Hobbs on is a direct email inquiry. This is a direct. This isn't a, a link. Just go out there and submit some. This is a direct email pathway between the Secretary of State's office tying CISA. DHS and Twitter together in an email, a, a series of emails. So it's much more than just a link. It's also, if I can just add here, it's also a violation possibly of, of campaign, election campaign finance, because here's the issue with it. We ran some numbers. I was on a radio program today, Alan Nathan's program there in Arizona. We were talking about this. If you just look at the fact that uh, Katie Hobbs jumped into Twitter and literally suppress things. And we look at the fact that Twitter responded to her and took some of Carrie Lake's stuff down. Let me give you an example. Uh, Carrie Lake, if you take how many people she reaches, now her, her Twitter over any 30-day uh, period actually reaches about 277 million views across Twitter. It's a, it's a significant account. And so if you were to look at that and how much would you have to buy for that advertising, you would actually pay for that advertising about $1,385,000. Then you also look at the fact that she regularly has about 2.5 million engagements. Now, engagements is something else that Twitter sells for about 58 cents a piece. 
Okay. So that is about another $1,450,000. If you look at Katie Hobbs going in to Mark and other people, just using Carrie's numbers, when she went in and said, suppress these people, stop this, and it's your campaign, and it tags your campaign, and it's your campaign ads, and she's over the campaigns, she is in the campaign, and it is also everything she does is part of her campaign. It violates the Federal Election Commissions for campaign contributions, because I bet you if we just took one of the commercials she took down from everybody looking at Carrie's, she interfered to the tune of $2.8 million that Katie Hobbs benefited in suppressing Carrie's advertisements. Uh, that's actually a campaign contribution, folks, and I guarantee you Hobbs didn't write it in kind. Now, this is why it's important. You know this kid, Bankman Fries or Burkhead Fries or whatever with FTX? It is the heart of six of the indictments they just arrested him on are for this very thing done improperly. And this is quite possibly what Katie Hobbs has done as well. Well, and we're probably, um, we are, it is likely that if you follow the, the money laundering scheme that this was, and quite frankly, this was a money laundering scheme from the start. This, this had nothing to do with FTX. This had everything to do with the Democrat Party and election fraud using taxpayer dollars. So, yeah, the taxpayers pay the federal government. Federal government sends it to Ukraine. Ukraine gives it to FTX. FTX sends it back to Arabella Advisors. Arabella Advisors, Democrat Party. Democrat Party, DNC, into the states, and the candidates benefit from it. This is Banana Republic Elections 101. So I'm glad you brought that up, Jovan, because that is exactly the crux of the matter. This was not an election. This was a total fraud that was perpetrated on not just the people of Arizona. And I think the reason that we're ground zero is because we just won't sit down and shut up. You've got other people. I mean, I love Doug Mastriano, but hey, brother, why did you concede? Look, Jeff, what's key here is you don't only, in this 2022, these political prostitutes basically egregiously violated the system. What's good about it is the people in Arizona were awakened by all of the great fighters in Arizona over the 2020 stuff. They knew what to look for. And so the documentation now of observing and true affidavits and jurists is off the charts. Yeah. Well, what's happened here is the fact that uh, since the people are awake, this case, Mark's case, has incredible validity that it was directly influenced. And you get to look back at 2020. In fact, since you have that one up, let me show you uh, something here. I'm going to show you. This is a, a report card. And where Mark and everybody talk about the fact that these board of supervisors are just rotten. Let me show you a true report card for 2020. All this has to do with the fact that, look, we know that there's an egregious amount of mail-in ballots. A mail-in ballot was folded by a machine. It's easy to tell what a mail-in ballot was. Then you have a, that's machine fold. Then you have another category, which is called hand fold. Why do you have a hand folded ballot? Well, when people walk in for early voting in person, they get a ballot reprinted. They fold it themselves. They drop it in a box. And then you have what's called no fold. No folds. What's that? That's election day. That's all the flat ballots. One of the things we notice is the flat ballots were off the charts. Here's your actual numbers for 2020, which shows these people do this regularly. These are not to exceed numbers. 
meaning they should never go over this. So let's look at machine fold. Just we'll look at that one category. These are official mail-in ballots. It should not exceed 84.13%. But you can see all of them come in relatively the same at 76%, 77, 77, 76, and 75. Now let's look at hand-folded. It should not exceed 7.5%, but they come in much more, 9.6, 9.7, 9.5, 10.4, and 8.5. And then you look at no-fold. These are the flat ballots. This is where they stuff them in at last. It shouldn't exceed 8.3%, but it's 12 10.9, 10.8, 10.8, 14.6. You cannot hide when they manipulate the numbers. And that's why the machine folds do not match. And everything is out of whack because they were stuffing them in at the last minute. Now, a very important thing to know about this, and this is why Mark and, and Carrie's and Abe's case is so incredibly important, is they are now in real time saying this wasn't run right. The whole world was watching. In 2020, they bluffed the world. And if you talked about election integrity, you were a conspiracy theorist. Well, now people see it with their own eyes. A very interesting thing happened. See, on election day is when everything went crazy in 2022. You had this slot three, the machine stopped working. Let's talk about Carrie, uh, uh, Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs's team, her personal team that reports to her, that's on her payroll, are the very people that test the machines the night before in all the precincts. And all the machines passed until the next morning they didn't. And then all of a sudden, how did they know? They have this miraculous slot number three, which has never really been around. They've never had to use it because that's not protocol. In the past, they would just swap out the machine or have the service tech come in and they would scan it there. It was never drop it off and we'll get it at MTech later. That has never been done in history. So what they did is they circumvented the public's right to vote. See, many people knew don't vote that mail-in ballot. So they brought it in with them to vote in person. What they needed to do is cast you back in the mail-in ballot group by intercepting that ballot in between and not getting it in the system. And that's what they did. And by the way, all of these missing chain of custody ballots basically occur on election day. Let's go backwards in time to 2020. In 2020, there are 165,844 ballots missing. Nobody talks about it. 165,844 ballots missing. What do they have in common? Well, when that ballot goes into the machine, it creates what's called a pre-image. When it goes through, it creates a secondary image called a post. That's how you can tell if it's adjudicated. And then it goes to the EMS, the management file. Well, in Maricopa, same guy, same district, same precinct, same supervisors. What do you have happen? You have 165,000 proof images of the ballots on what? On election day, absolutely missing, but yet they had the paper. It's because possibly they made them all up. And by the way, those also, same as 2022, have zero chain of custody. This is now proven to be widespread, and it's at somebody's direction that this is happening. And that's why the 2022 cases are so critical and so important, because the proof is empirical. It's not hearsay. It's not machine swapping votes. It's uh, nefarious things like 165,000, or in this case, 297,000 ballots that they can't even prove are legit or went through the system themselves. And here's what scares the ever-living hell out of them. We now have whistleblowers. We have yes. people on the inside who 
they can no longer, it, it, it's been portrayed to me, they can no longer stomach the level of irregularities. You know, fraud is a specific intent crime. Okay. But there comes a point where irregularities give way to wholesale fraud. And that is what we have uncovered over the last two years. And I, the thing that I'm excited about, quite frankly, I, I, I mean, I'm sad. I am. It sickens me to see this. But the thing that I'm excited about is that the people are finally going to get the level of transparency that they deserve. And when they see what's been going on, <laughs> it's going to get ugly. And I, hopefully it's civil, yes. but ugly. Um, I want to be crystal clear. Violence is not an answer to anything. Correct. Nothing. What we have to do is work within the process. And if that means that we have to impeach some judges, if we have to impeach some uh, civil servants, then by God, we need to do that. And that is how a civil society survives. So I, please, Jovan, if, if you don't mind, make sure that I get this live because I, I need to get that over to Dan. Sure. Absolutely. Not a problem. I'll make sure you have it. In fact, it may already be in your email. Look, folks, we're all hurting for 2020, but even though 2020 was horrible, I always tell people it was the greatest gift mankind was ever given because we didn't pay attention to our elections, folks. And long before this is George Soros, and we've got to fess up to this, folks, it's our problem. I treated a ballot like a lottery ticket. I only played when it was big enough, meaning I only voted for president, never voted for a mayor, city council person, a school district, anything. They brought them in under us. This is our fault, folks. But at the same time, I believe if we were to look at this historically, God throughout time talked through prophets and prophets would go around their circle of influence and they'd educate people. I believe right now in time, we're the first society ever, ever in the history of mankind that God's talking to every one of us and has shown us this transparently. And now it comes up to free will. And that free will is, as I tell everybody, you are the army. You are the cure. You have to speak up and you have to be able to talk this and reflect it back and hold these people accountable. And so this is actually a good thing. Now they did it in 2022. It, uh, it's a repeatable process. I think we're in a better position than we ever have been. Yeah. The other thing that I want to uh, point out, and this is this goes with the work that you've done and that uh, Phil Evans has done. They, for the most part, they just repeated 2020. Yes. And they repeated 2018. Okay, so now that we have this accumulation of data showing that the same algorithm has to be at work because people don't behave this way. Right. People do not say, well, I'm going to vote for Kerry, but this, this Fincham guy, I, I mean, to, I, I would expect to see some abandonment, but 10 times, that just doesn't make sense. You would have to believe that people abandoned Kerry while standing in line. Yeah. Now think about that for a minute, folks. Exactly. Exactly. People don't change their minds that way. But the numbers look like when you have hundreds of people lined up, that while they were standing in line, the math works out too. They would have had to change their mind. Ah, now nah, let's go with let's go with Hobbs. And all simultaneously. Yes. All at the same time. Yes. It's it's like a virus that just shoots through the body in a in an instant. And right. that doesn't that just does not happen. Especially when you start looking at some of the trend lines on, on, 
you know, what happened, um, one of the things that Phil showed me was uh, this is day of ballot tabulation. Um, and these are the votes that came through. A 5.5% negative slope that was a straight line for the first, uh, from uh, 8 o'clock until, I want to say 4 in the afternoon, 4.30. Then it goes to a 7% slope, straight line. He said, Mark, the only way that happens is they knew the number and they knew what they had to find to make up the difference in order to beat you just by a little bit. Now, right. what I personally think is, and maybe it's just because I've been beaten up so bad for the last couple of years. I think that, that when they injected, and, and perhaps this is a bit of hubris on, on their part, I could understand losing by you know 20,000 votes with Kerry losing by 12. But when they go to the extent of 120,000 votes, that is the giant, that, that is a tell. Would you agree, Jeff? Well, that it kind of reminds me of the guy, the New York copper back in the bad old days. He shoots the guy on the bridge and says, I can't find the gun. And all the other coppers show up and say, no worries. And the next day they send the divers down and there's seven guns uh, in the river. <laughs> <laughs> they probably haven't coordinated all that stuff. Um, exactly. It, I'll give you a good example, couple, Jeff. So, but Sorry, a couple of things, uh, a couple of points is, I think, Jovan, this is where the printer reset comes with the images. That was the sabotage for the printer reset. Uh, but also, Mark, the issue uh, that Borelli's case, flanking uh, with Mojave, while, the, while most of the attention is on Lake, also brings up the fact that the DOJ just indicted a guy in Ohio uh, for threats while they referred to Arizona poll watchers um, in the complaint through the DOJ. The, the DOJ and the FBI, I graduated from the FBI Academy in 1990, is interfering with elections again. Uh, so I want you both to, if you would, expound on those. And Mark, I know you're under more of a time crunch, so please go go first reference the DOJ complaint that just came out. This Ohio guy shows up and they've indicted him. The FBI in Phoenix, of course, is investigating that. We know where that'll go, like the Hunter laptop, like the Hillary uh, server will go. Yeah. But that ties into the same thing of more election interference. But I think that fits in with, with um, Sonny's uh, Mojave flanking movement. I think that the uh, the FBI in its current state has become uh, the disgrace of law enforcement worldwide. And, you know, uh, in Mark's perfect world, um, I would say the top 40 percent of the FBI needs to be summarily dismissed. Um, I got I, I have a lot of faith in the field agents. Most of them. I think that uh, the majority of them. Uh, they might not be Boy Scouts, but uh, they, they got a moral compass that tells them this, this ain't right. Now, when you've got a, uh, a cadre that has been groomed and recruited by a certain political party, I mean, let, let's take, I know it's not FBI, but take, as, as an example, let's roll back to Fast and Furious. Brian Terry was shot in the back by somebody in his troop. It wasn't a cartel member that shot him, but it was a gun that was run across the border that somehow made its way back into the hands of Border Patrol. 
Now, I'm not going to rest until we find the son of a bitch that shot him in the back. But I guarantee you, Barack Obama and Eric Holder, they committed treason by doing Fast and Furious. And there are lawyers in the DOJ, Adrian Fontes. There are lawyers and there are FBI agents that your treachery will be discovered. And you are going to be the Benedict Arnolds of our day. Now, at the state level, I'm sorry. Well, you know, that's how I got into whistleblowing is in the Nieves Zabata trial where the DEA was letting uh, the Sinaloa cartel run drugs north in exchange for the fast and furious guns going south. This goes back when we were working with Gozar and all this. Uh, uh, and uh, Ed Morales, the hero of the FBI Miami gunfight, did undercover for me in Arizona, in Tucson. And he said, heck, if the FBI came to my door today, uh, I wouldn't talk to him. But there are a lot of emerging whistleblowers. I did a whistleblower speech a while back for Todd Callender. He said that that helped bring out hundreds of whistleblowers from the FBI. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad to see that you have whistleblowers coming too. But it also turns out that the, there was a CIA uh, agent there when they were torturing Kiki uh, to death uh, yeah. back back in the Kiki Camarena case, which really brought me to tears. And it does uh, make me ask the question. It makes you ask the question, are the cartels a CIA op? And it really makes me, it really makes me wonder, if the, are these people who have, that, that, are they the people who have sold out their honor, their sacred honor for something that you and I can't, I can't even imagine going yeah, against going against one of my brothers and shooting him in the back. Right. I mean, and I believe that all of that is connected very much. Here's the graphic on the, on, on the money laundering scheme. Yep. You know, okay. So the love of money is the root of all evil. We know that all three of us on this show know that. I, I the like last time, The last time I was on mainstream TV, uh, Laura Ingram and Drudge and Fox before they banned me was right at the trial uh, uh, and they excluded the AK-47s from the trial and I said well why would you exclude the murder weapons from a murder trial unless you were covering something up and they did uh, and then then you know that's when I was done with mainstream media they they abandoned yeah. me from that so that so the cover-up goes I do think it's and I've worked all the way from Nogales Arizona to Sonora down to Honduras, Panama, Guatemala, Chile, Bolivia, Brazil, all of that. And I do think there's a big uh, tie in there. And, and this is the beginning of uncovering it all. I think that's really important. Um, well, and then we, then we look at all of the connections. I mean, this is, not, this is not by happenstance. This is by design. Then we look at Klaus Schwab and the New World Order. And, you know, they used to say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Really? Well, now they're saying this is the Fourth Reich. That's the term they're using. The Fourth Reich, the New World Order, um, the Fourth Industrial Re Revolution. I mean, you've got these individuals that are they're falling on their knees for transhumanism. So let's talk about that for just a second. And because I think it has a direct impact into elections. 
they want to promote simulacara, the, the, the idea that people, oh, you voted these people into office. It's a simulation. I think back to the movie, The Matrix. The only thing that's missing is the wire that goes in the back of my neck. Well, they don't need that anymore because they figured out how to inject it in somebody's body. Very few people probably know that when you take that jab, there's something that happens in your body and it creates a Mac ID. Huh. That means you're visible on Bluetooth. Now, people are going to call me, oh, you're a conspiracy. No, that's what they're talking about right now. And that is detectable by 5G. So the people who have stood in the way of 5G and, and masks and the, 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 the jabbing of the entire frigging planet, why would they go after children who have zero exposure to COVID? Why would they go after them? This is about control, and it all goes back to this. It's about the money, and it's about making sure, and I think Klaus Schwab said it uh, not long ago, by, by 2030, you'll own nothing, but you'll be happy. It's all, uh, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's um, all rating for the Arizona, Arizona and Texas have started to uh, decouple from ESG funding right. there, but ESG uh, is tied into WEF. It's right on their on their website right. as well. Uh, but but that also ties into the IPs. If people walked into the voting with IPs, and that ten and I, I sent you this the other day, uh, Mark and Dan too is. 10% uh, of Conex contracts, which are in Arizona and Texas and Montana and Australia and Canada, go to a third party, which again violates uh, as well. But if that IP is open, um, then that data can be transmitted. That may be, I also would suggest somebody be looking at the site secure solutions poll camera that went up uh, at the Dropbox sites because there were images that appeared on there that were given to the left, but it might be IPs as well that were that transmitted from there as well. We don't, we don't know. And here's an, I don't, I don't want to dominate the conversation because I want to hear what Joe Vaughn's got to say, but here's another thing. You walk into a polling place with your what? Cell phone. Your cell phone has a Mac ID and an IP address. I would love to know whether or not that is active data harvesting. Think about this for a minute. You go to a movie at Harkins Theaters. Well, the Century Theaters have set up a geofence around that theater. They know exactly what your behavior is, how much you paid for a ticket, how much popcorn you bought, how many seats you bought. They know everything about you before you even sit your happy ass in the seat watching a movie. Tell me that that's not at work in our polling places. No, it is. And that's why the deep, that's why the Thebes had the DPS plane doing Stingray and Blackfin. And I talked about this at the fit there. Uh, this used to be tier one special operations intelligence against drug traffickers and high value terrorist targets, and now it's against the American people. And that's why I'm always saying, you know, get your Faraday bags. And uh, we're very alert to, by the way to tomorrow. We should be in that courtroom. But, um, yeah, Jovan, let's let you get back into this and talk about um, the uh, irregularities on the margins uh, and the documents 
because really that's documentary for you're really talking about in law i think documentary forensics evidence forensics absolutely uh, right what's what's at play here and i'm going to jump back to what mark said for a moment you're going to find out when all of this is played out because all of this fighting will be important we'll bring it about because there's nobody in this group that's just going to give up right uh, we'll give up when they put a bullet in our head but that's the only thing that does it otherwise we're not giving up and and we're all cut of that same cloth the bottom line is you have to understand where you're going to find this sticky tissue this is truly unique to Arizona Arizona is in fact the tip of the spear because it's where all of the human trafficking and all of the drug cartel and all of the off politics and all the little clicks all meet in one furious place. Now you're going to find as all of this comes out and more data comes out, there is a very specific reason that the routers and the Splunk logs, even after a special master where they said it wasn't there and it didn't matter and there wasn't anything matter, and what you're going to end up finding out is that our Department of Homeland Security and our FBI were actively monitoring every precinct, every vote, every person in and out. And it was done through the gateway that was provided through the Sheriff's Department and law enforcement. That nasty secret is going to come out and you're really going to find out how bad how corrupted and how corrupted our policing is. And that's why we have a sheriff there in Arizona that won't do a thing. But the anomaly is why they put it in the sheriff's department. That will blow wide open. Now, to show you how some of these things are done, I'll, I'll give you an example. In Maricopa for 2020. Now, this is, this is 2022, ironically, is 2022.0. It's just, it, it's over 2.0 again. But they did some very different sleight of hands. They knew they had to adjust because we were adjusting on the ground in Arizona in real time. People says, hell no, I'm not mailing in this ballot. I'm coming in person. So they had to continually adjust their game. Early in the primaries, everybody learned, do not vote with that darn Sharpie pen. Don't do it because it can confuse the machines. People brought in their ballpoint pens. So these bad guys have to adjust to try to do it. But I can I can show you one thing on that one document I gave you if you want to pop it up on your screen. In Maricopa, all election day votes. Uh, we got a different document. It's the one you had earlier, Jeff. All the um, votes in on election day have a very unique anomaly about them. And so when you go to the election officials in Maricopa for 2020, they never discuss the fact that every single election day ballot, everyone, they, they themselves cannot even confirm they ever touched a scanner. They can't. They do not have the ability to do it. Now, what you need to understand is we have a physical ballot. We do have a ballot. And we do have a secondary ballot. And we have numbers. But the, the issue is... They just picked those numbers. Going back to what Mark said about you just have this linear line and then it jumps. Let me give you an example. If we hopped into the batches in Arizona in 2020 and we randomly pulled like they want, they want us to look at 10 ballots and we pulled them out, you will probably <laughs> find five for Trump and five for Biden. Or you'll find six for uh, Biden, five for Trump. And they'll see, there you go. Look, they look great. However, 
when you back up to the batches, and this is the same thing they did in 2022. If you back up to the batches and look at the batches, you're going to find a very interesting thing. You're going to find 190 votes for Biden, and you're going to find 10 votes for Donald Trump. And you go, wait a minute, Joe Biden didn't get over 90% of the votes in this batch. And then you back to the box. You're going to find every batch in the box has that same number. Then you're going to back to multiple boxes. And you eventually find out that 40 boxes in a row have that same number. That is impossible. And they're all supposed to be random. Let me show you this right here. This is, if you'll just click your plus sign on there, Jeff, just a couple times up. Folks, this is what a ballot in its digital form looks like. Thank you. I just want to point you to the top of this ballot. It's very easy to see this. On the top of the ballot, you have a number that the machine, when it's scanned through, the machine writes this number on it. So you see 03002. You can see on the second line that says it's tabulator 302. And then you see 00715. Well, that correlates to batch number 715. Then you see 00082. That means it's the number 82nd ballot in the batch, there are about 200 that got scanned in. And you can see it was scanned in at 1,500, on October 27th, 2020. This is a standard way the ballot drops into the system. You can tell the poll ID where it was. This happened to be what's called a green ballot. Um, it was from Precinct 497. And here's a nifty trick they do. Uh, see the ballot ID? They say every ballot is trackable. It has an ID. So look at 207274. Well, the first thing you realize is it only has six digits, which means it can only go to 999,999, but yet you have 2,500,000 voters in Maricopa. That's how they hide it, right? Uh, and then you see it says Trump, Pence, 98%. That only means how much of the oval was filled in. That's all that means, folks. Now, we started looking at this and we found, you can scroll on down, we found some weird anomalies in the ballots and we were looking at their images and we came across these images. Now, this particular image has, uh, scroll it just a little down so we can see the very top, just a little scooch opposite direction. There you go, right there, right there, it's good enough. If you know, oh, we lost it right there. If you look at it, folks, you all of a sudden notice that line at the top, the date and the timestamps missing. Why is it missing? Well, you also notice there's no margins. It's because in 2020, all of those when they said, well, we archived them, you didn't ask for them. You didn't ask for what we archived that they played for with months giving us for the audit. It was these ballots. What do these ballots have in common? Not only has every single one of them been modified, and not only do they not have a date and time stamp, they all are 100% election day ballots. You By the way, Jovan, yes. the, the penis said all. A-L-L. -L. All right. Every yeah. single one of them. Every single election day ballot down to. We're talking 165,844. There is no error. They are 100% the election day ballots. Now, folks, here's what you have. That shows they didn't, either one or two things, they either didn't go through the machine because they couldn't prove it themselves in a court, or they modified the ballot by cutting off the date timestamp so we couldn't really tell when they were run in. Either way, the systems broke. But when you go to the physical records for these ballots, what you will find is the same thing that has occurred here in 2022. There is not a single 
worker or staff member for the county, and they have two auditors that sign these things. One's called the the uh, 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 transit audit, the receipt audit, and one is called the internal audit at MTech that signs for it. Two auditors, not a single signature anywhere, not a single chain of custody, and they left every single little slot that would normally say, well, we transferred 700 ballots or one thing, left it blank. Well, you know why it's blank, folks? Because they didn't know how many ballots they would need. So you know what you're looking at when they leave the paper blank and they leave that blank and you're looking at this. And what did I tell you? You have a paper ballot, but you don't have an original image of where it went in the machine and you got an after image. It means they created them all and they manufactured the paper later and they didn't know how many they're going to need until they did it those extra 10 days and they made them up. And that's exactly what they did in 2022. This is 165,844 pieces of evidence. And by the way, that's exactly what we're talking about when we talk about the chain of custody. It's exactly what we're talking about when, when somebody doesn't sign off on a document that is required by law. Let me reiterate. I was in the legislature. In fact, I'm coming to the end of my eighth year in about... 15, 20 days. Real quick. By the by the way, Jeff, uh, slide down to the last three pages. You can show chain of custody that Mark's going to talk about. Sorry, go ahead. So there's a reason that the legislature passes laws, passes statutes, why they're, they're codified. It is to create, to memorialize the rules of the road, the, the, the rules in the arena, if you will. And if it were not so, we would not have consequences that go with the statute. So the whole question is, are you going to observe what the statute requires? And if you're not, I used this term earlier, these are votes that are outside of the law. Exactly right. Because they're outside of the law, you don't get to count them. Well, here's the problem. They have already been commingled with the ballots that are inside of the law, that are under the law. And that is the essence of the case requiring a new election. Absolutely. You can't can't make heads or tails of them at all. There's no they can't look. If we put them on trial to prove it was run through machines or right, they couldn't even prove it in a court of law. Forget what we're proving. They couldn't prove it. And that's a really good point. So originally. There you Stop. go. That's your chain of right there. Right there. Right there. This is the document that is supposed to go with a batch of ballots that comes from a precinct or a voting center down to MTech. If these documents are not fully filled out, those the ballots that it's associated with are not ballots under the law. Right. Jeff, let me point something out. Scroll just a little bit, Jeff. The top is the people at the vote centers. This one's Paradise Valley. Scroll, just a little. Hold on. Go back. You maybe overshot it. Wait. No, scroll down, I guess. A little more. Keep on. Keep on. Keep on. I'm looking at the bottom half. You see where it says receiving agent, audit agent? See where it says count of ballots and transport bin? They're certifying. The top says they had ballots. This little slot says 708 ballots. They did this consistently for 27 days in a row, almost flawlessly. Now scroll to the next page. And then? That's right. Which election, get to election day. They got filled out the top. You see, it says check. They had ballots. Look at the bottom. 
Not a single, not a single signature, not a number of ballots. It's because they had to make them up. And you know what? You would have to, in a court of law, we sit there, we go, I can show every single person that works in this process. We've digitized 25,000 signatures. We know who the employees are. We can say, look, you followed the process exactly for 27 days. Why did you instantly stop? And because it's every precinct, every vote center, it means it's widespread and somebody issued an order. There it is, folks. They had to leave it blank so they could make it up in the process. Well, and I would even go further and say, we know that what they're doing is criminal in nature. Right. And they do not want their fingerprints on it. Uh-uh. So I say that too. Is, I say they don't sign it because that's the criminal act when they sign it. That's exactly right, Jovan. So and they want to say, I'm sorry I missed it, but putting the signature there makes them the criminal. So Bill Gates, Stephen Richer, Jack Sellers, Clint Hickman, I'm calling you out. You are criminals. And I am coming for you. Absolutely. And fire's coming with me. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, we also track you, these down. If somebody wants to become a whistleblower, if somebody wants, I did this on my first big seizure of 4,000 pounds of marijuana with the truck driver. I said, hey, you can either go to federal prison for 28 years or you can or you can turn and work for me. So this mm-hmm. is your chance, guys. If you're listening, this is your chance. You can, you can. I'm working for whistleblowers. <laughs> here's what I would. Here's what I would tell. I think what we should do is is host a group of uh, billboards in Arizona. If you were any part of the Maricopa County election team, and you want to be a whistleblower and you want a get out of jail free card, call me. There are two thousand, approximately eighteen hundred and change election workers in Arizona. Folks, we know who you are. We know what your signature looks like. We know what your normal procedure is, both in an election in 2020 and 2022. We know when you followed procedure, and we now know also on election day, somebody told you to stop. Here's the bottom line, folks. Because you were signing all those documents, it's your signatures that pop up. Your executives refuse to sign because they know they go to prison. Folks, you need to understand, you 1,800 folks, they're going to blame it on you. They're going to say you had something to do with it, not them, and you're going to take the fall. I'm telling you right now, you need to protect yourself and you need to fess up to what they're doing and make them go down, not let them ruin your family. And we will build the nexus between your inaction. There's there's always a trail, whether it's paper or electronic, there's always a trail. Uh-huh. We are asking you, Please step forward, become a whistleblower, and be on the right side of history. Because if you don't, we can't protect you. You better believe it. And, and, and we really mean that because we're not going to do anything illegal, immoral, unethical, or violent, but just no. think about Epstein. So I'm taking a, I'm taking a poll whether Sam Bankman-Fried is going to, he's going to, his plane is going to crash, his ship's going to sink, or he's going to actually make it back to prison and then all of a sudden hang himself uh, because you no. know that guy didn't run any. That, that guy's days are numbered. He doesn't make it to prison. In fact, if I were him, I'd be, I would be hiring a food taster and water drinker. Better believe it. Still yeah. So this system, this system is designed to pin it all on the little guy 
Look, they've got a pattern that say, oh, all these people did it. Look, they stopped. We didn't stop. We were always here. We're trying to hunt for it. Folks, it's designed to pin it on the little guy who may not even have anything to do with it. But they're going to nail you folks and they're going to push it on you and they're going to keep on raping the system, doing what they do. You've got to come forward to protect yourself. You've seen stuff. Even if you think it's inconsequential, you have seen it. It's not inconsequential. Because this is, and maybe this is a great place to jump off, Jeff. This is a mosaic. In in fact, let's talk about a tapestry. If you look at the backside of a tapestry, it looks like a bloody damn mess. Uh But you look at the front, the design is perfect. It's flawless. They did a good job. And so a while back, Todd Calder asked me to do a, 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 presentation, a speech with some whistleblowers for FAA. And he told me out of that came 300 FBI whistleblowers uh, plus seventh floor guys. So the FBI is the covert cover-up team for all of this. And that is fading. China is fading. The money for all this is fading. Uh, There's over almost 20 million vax deaths. All this is going to fall out. Now's the time to get out because all of this is going to collapse. That's right. That's right. Excellent. Well, uh, this has been a, uh, a very important cast to show that we are really winning. And again, Arizona has been on the tip of the speed. So this goes back to my days, you know, <laughs> over a decade ago when DEA came after me, you know, and so then I saw what Flynn mm-hmm. when I came after Flynn and Trump and everybody else, and it's a template and they are losing it. And so, uh, we are doing great work. So, um, I, I hope I would, people I would, are listening. Let me just add one thing. I think it's important, folks. These politicians that are fighting for you in Arizona, I want you to understand what you're going to get. Because these various men and women, Mark, Kerry, et cetera, et cetera, have personally now experienced this, they are now your most educated lawmakers and politicians and how our elections not only work and should work, but also fail us. I truly believe their fight and stick to in Arizona, you're not only going to see a win and done, but this is what's going to make the heroes that in the future, it is going to be these politicians in Arizona that eventually make their way all the way up to the White House and administrations, because we have to get that high to rid our country of this cancer that's taking us over. This is the training ground. This is the football field. This is the boxing ring where it's being boxed out. And those heroes will be able to take this with them right up the ladder. Amen. Well, amen. Mark, any closing comments? Yeah. Thank you, Javon. You're welcome, sir. Well, thank you both. Uh, We will win this. Uh, There's just too many. So what you really saw today, there's too many cases. They've lied too many times. They just can't cover all of the lies. Uh, People are standing up. Arizona's been on the front line. We will be in the courtroom uh, tomorrow with you. And if we're not there uh, in person, we'll be there in spirit. And so fear not, God bless, keep the faith and hold hey, fast. Hey, this Jeff. What winning. Yes. The, the, there is a, one other thing I'd like to say, and this is a, a metaphor that I think people will appreciate. Lies are a dinghy with a hole in the boat. Very the true. O- the ocean is truth. We will sink you.
We will win this. Thank you, we sir. We will win this. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, great show today. So remember, fear not, God bless, keep the faith and hold fast. We are winning and we will win. This is what winning looks like. But remember, freedom is never given. It is earned. It is won. It is fought for. It is taken. So take it. <laughs>